0: If you're like many in business, you spend a lot of time identifying your target market and trying to get in front of them. You may ask questions like, what can my company do better? How can I maximize my travel program? How can I understand why they are doing what they are doing to get better results? Truth, you're probably not asking that question, but you should be. What if there were something simple that would unlock this process? Something that would make this intel more useful? and something that would implement seamlessly into your current workflows. Stay tuned as I share exactly what that is. Welcome to the Breaking Travel Podcast, where we solve everyday challenges that companies face with their travel program using the science of behavior design. My name is Andrea Spyros, and I'm a behavior design expert. I show organizations how to get better results faster with a simple science-based system. Let's dive in. Here's a simple fact. When you're dealing with people, and you are, you need to understand human behavior. That doesn't mean that you have to get a degree in behavior science. You just need to understand the three factors underlying their behavior. And in a few minutes, you'll have a whole new way of seeing it too. It all starts with the FOG behavior model. And before you go all wonky on me and think, oh no, science, my brain, I didn't do that well in science. Stop. I'm going to make it super easy. It's really, really simple. And it goes like this. Behavior happens when three things come together at the same moment. motivation, ability and prompt. That's it. Three simple things. It's simple, elegant, and transformational. If you want to geek out on this, you can see more at behaviormodel.org, or you can hit me up. It's really important to note that the behavior model is agnostic. It doesn't matter whether you like the behavior you are doing or not, whether you like what someone else is doing or not, If it's happening, there are the three components, motivation, ability, and prompt in that moment. Eating chocolate cake at 2 a.m., you have motivation, ability, and a prompt. Working out at the hotel fitness center, you have motivation, ability, and a prompt, period. What's the big deal? Well, most organizations focus solely on the motivation component. They try to motivate behavior change. They try to motivate people to buy. They spend plenty of time and lots of money trying to do this and even getting teams to adopt systems. But focusing on motivation ignores the other two components. Plus, side note, motivation is totally unreliable. So why would you even try to rely on that? Think about it like this. If you said, Andrea, I'll give you $1 million to surf the bonsai Pipeline, one of the most treacherous surf spots in Oahu, I will be highly motivated to surf because, duh, $1 million, but I have never surfed in my life. I have zero ability to surf. So I'm not going to surf. Am I lazy? No. Am I unmotivated? No. Am I undisciplined? No. You probably will further try to motivate me by saying how cool I'll look. I will. Or how popular I'll be. Maybe. Or how fit it will get me. Probably. But most likely, it will get me dead because I can't surf. If I were your customer, marketing dollars would be wasted. Similarly, your employees and clients may be motivated, but unable. It's more likely that there's just a little friction getting in the way. Think about standing in a long security line. Everyone is motivated to go through the line more quickly, but they lack the ability. Airlines want to get people through the lines more quickly too. They sort of kind of solve that with the TSA pre-check and global entry. So you get the idea. But motivating flyers to get through the line more quickly couldn't work, but making it easier does work. When you understand how to think clearly about the behaviors you want your clients and customers and team members to do, you can solve those small points of friction. And often, marketing dollars and dollars in general are better spent designing for ability than motivation. Finally, the prompt. This is simply the reminder to do something. Advertising is a form of prompt. The problem with most advertising is that it comes at a time when people can't act. Remember our friend Ability? So say I'm driving down the freeway and I see a sign to buy a new carry-on bag. Even if I need one, because they've reconfigured the overhead compartments again, or damaged mine, I don't have the ability at that moment. And by the time I do have the ability, I don't have the prompt. This is why prompt design and prompt timing are so important. All of this is just an overview of how to think more clearly about behavior, because when you understand truly human behavior, you will see that you can leverage low motivation and harness high motivation to get better results and address the other two factors of ability and prompt. For now, my challenge to you is to take this information and look at the world around you. See the world with behavior design eyes. Notice your team's. Look at your clients. Think about what your customer is doing with motivation, ability, and prompt in mind. Thanks for listening. If you have a challenge that we can solve together or would like to be a future guest on this podcast, be sure to connect with me on LinkedIn or on my website, andreaspiros.com. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast by searching Business Travel 360 on your favorite podcast player.